Hey guys, and welcome back to the Foots, Bants and Everything in Between podcast with me, Mark Stoll. And me, Noah Cowan, and we're back for game week three of the Premier League. Yeah, we'll be picking out our teams of game week three and the players who have stood out from the past weekend's matches. Sounds very exciting and too good to miss, so... Sit back, relax, get a cup of tea, because it's time for some more Foots, Bants and Everything in Between. So, Noah, Yeah, bro. game week three. Game week three, God, it's already flying by already. I mean, Jesus. Um, I game week three, I mean, had a, had a number of big games to it, didn't it? So, let's crack on. It did, it did. Right, well, I think it's only right just to mention this, because it's absolutely shambolic, really, is the Man City-Arsenal game and yep. the situation at Arsenal. Um, I feel like it's going to be a recurring thing. Yeah. And we may definitely have to have a um, Arsenal fan review on Sooner I mean, Club that Analysis. Awesome. That would be awesome because I'd, I'd like to see what their point of view on all, on all of this is, to be honest. Right. So, what? how do you act as Arsenal when you've let City score five against you, but they're not even... You know, they're not good goals. You just can't defend. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't really know what they can do. I mean... Because, it's just, you know, just... like, for the first goal, the the Gundogan from the yeah. cross from uh, Jesus. Yeah. It, 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 you know, you've got Callum Chambers right in front of you. You do. It, and he just, he couldn't, uh, you know, that's how, that's how bad the defending was. I can't say anything. You can't say any, exactly. I was literally just going to say that's how bad it was. Because you literally, you're, you're there going, uh, uh, you know. It was. If I was Arsenal, like, I don't know. I don't know. Arteta, mm, is he the one? Is he going to be, I don't know. Is he going to be able to change things around and get them back onto winning ways? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but the guys at Amazon doing the All or Nothing documentary must be loving it. Exactly, exactly. A lot of filming, eh? A lot of losses. So there's also been some more drama, Huge drama. going on with Arsenal. You know, in the transfer window, they've spent a lot of money, but they've only spent they've spent a lot of money on young players. They have. So they they're sort of rebuilding. The dangerous is the danger is with the rebuilding is that they can very soon find themselves, you know, actually like in the bottom ends of the table because yeah. they've got inexperienced players, yeah. you know, and those inexperienced players have joined Arsenal to, you know, for the name and the history of Arsenal and to be in the Prem, but. If Arsenal, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but if Arsenal get relegated, then most of those players will want to leave because they don't want to be in the championship. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they'll try and sign for better and better and bigger clubs. I mean, Arsenal is a big club itself, but they're going to be wanting to sign for the top top clubs. 
yep. they and down to the championship. Oh, the, the second goal that City scored was horrific defending. The ball, it was from a free kick, but the ball just sort of rolled past all the defenders yeah. straight to Fernand Torres. It, oh. it just shows It just shows how much you know Arsenal should either need to work on something or do something to make them. Just do something to make them, you know, more positive. I don't know what it life. I don't know what life's like in the Arsenal camp at the moment, but I would well, strongly. Well, let's think put it this way. What's life like at the Arsenal camp? Okay, let's use Maitland-Niles as an example. Maitland-Niles, twenty-four years old, right back, was a promising right back. Hasn't had the game time. Right. Yeah. He yesterday interest from Everton. Everton put a bid in just for a loan move with the per- with the like chance of a permanent transfer after uh, to Arsenal. Arsenal rejected it. As soon as they rejected it, Maitland-Niles went on Instagram and on his story, I'll get it up on my phone just so I could read it out exactly how it was like. He said, one sec. He said, all I want to do is go where I'm wanted and where I'm going to play. Crying emoji, crying emoji, and then at Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, it just shows. It all goes to show. (coughs) And now today, apparently, reports are being said that um, he's been told he's not going to be training with the first team anymore after that message. So really, Arsenal have blocked him from leaving and aren't even going to play him. Yeah, I mean, that just shows what life's like in the training camp at the moment. And anyway, if I was an Arsenal player, it wouldn't be good. Moving on. Move on, yes, let's move on. So, me and you have, or you and I, have both put together what we think are our starting 11 of the weeks. Yep. So, I'll go first, I'll read mine out. We can discuss it, and then we'll do yours and discuss it. Cool. So on. Right, so I've gone for De Gea in goal. Just because of his performance against Wolves, he was back to his best in that game. Yeah. Uh, he really was back to his best. That double save. Um, who was the player who... A size? Yeah. Uh, uh, Roman Sainz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Wolves. So he had a header that was saved from point blank, point blank range by De Gea. Yeah. And then a shot straight after that was literally into an empty net and somehow De Gea saved it. It was insane. Uh, for me, De Gea was the reason that Man United won that game against Wolves. And that's why he's going in my team of the week. Next, I have left back Cancelo. You know, um, I'm a huge fan of Cancelo. Not so much because he plays for Man City, but, you know, enough of a fan to put him in here. Uh, He just had a good game against Arsenal, you know. Uh, I'm not too sure he was playing right back for Arsenal, but whoever it was, they couldn't contain him with all those overlapping runs. Yep, the Portuguese left back is in my team. At centre-back, I've got Christensen and Rudiger, the Chelsea partnership. Um... I think they handled the Liverpool attack brilliantly. I felt like they were put under loads of pressure ever since um, when James got sent off. I feel like 
yep, Liverpool just kept on hammering that that Chelsea defence and the Chelsea defence kept them out. So that's the reason why them two are in my team. At right back, I've gone for a bit of a shock one. I've gone for Livramento. Now, Livramento, for any of you guys who don't know him or have never heard of him, he um, was signed to Southampton from Chelsea and he's a promising right back. And can I just say... Uh, this is twice he's been in our team of the weeks. We didn't. We forgot to tell you guys our last week's one. But Livermento for Southampton is definitely a big player to be watching. He is just he is a fantastic right back, and Exciting he's definitely one to keep. A, yeah, he's definitely one to keep an eye out. Yeah. In the midfield, I've gone Traore from Wolves. You know, Wolves lost their game, but honestly, as a United fan, when I was watching that game, I did not want Traore on that ball one bit. He was he, he was tearing <laughs> our defence to pieces. Fred couldn't handle him. Poor Fred, by the way. He was put onto the task of literally just containing Traore. And, I mean, look at the side of... Yeah, look at the size of Traore and look at the size of Fred. <laughs> that was never going to happen. Never. But yeah, Traore, he just needs that end product to be better because... That's, uh, I mean, if his end product was better, Wolves would have won that game by a lot. Like, I'm saying like 4 or 5 nil. Um, In the centre of midfield, I've got Rodri and Gallagher. Rodri, he just, he, you know, he didn't really have a big uh, defensive job to do against Arsenal, but when he was called up to the task, he, he like, answered, did his job, scored a goal, very professional performance from him. You know, you can't you can't leave someone who's got a 9 out of 10 match out of their team of the week. So that's why he's in there. Uh, next to him, I've got Gallagher. Now, Gallagher, he's come from uh, Chelsea as well. He's gone to Crystal Palace and he scored two goals this weekend and they were good goals. He's a very young midfielder and he's definitely, definitely one that I'm keeping my eye out on for the future. Uh he looks like a proper, proper goal-scoring midfielder. Sort of reminded me a bit of James Ward-Prowse, to be honest. Um, and then on the right, I've got Jesus. You know, Jesus against Arsenal. He had a great game. He's an all-round threat, really, isn't he? Yeah, all-round threat. He's on that wing. Way better on the wing than up front. He got himself some assists. Got himself a goal. Good game from Jesus. Up front, I've got Fernand Torres. I've just realised I've put a lot of City players in here. But, um, yeah, but they played well, so... Yeah, Fernand Torres, he play, he's usually a right winger, where Jesus played. He played up front, bagged two goals for them, got an assist, uh, had a very good game. Uh, yeah, I can't really say anything else more than yeah, that. Exactly, he had a good game. Exactly. Proper, he filled in that striker's role well, and yeah. And then next to him, I've got Mikel Antonio. Mikel Antonio. Um, you know, West Ham have got off to a flying start this season. I think it's uh, two wins and a draw. Very good. And Mikel Antonio has been banging them in left, right and centre. And I remember last weekend, um, not this game week, but last game week when he scored and he celebrated with a cardboard cutout of himself. <laughs> But yeah, Mikel Antonio is on fire this season. I think he's going to be the surprise of the season. And I think, unless Ronaldo does a wonder for Manchester United, wait, uh, <laughs> I think that you Mikel Antonio will be there, winning the. Yep, yeah, I did. I think 
Mikel Antonio will be winning the Golden Boot this yeah, season. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that that look, that team, Marcus, sounds very, very good, very, very sort of you know compatible and also very good at the same time. So yeah, good selection. What changes would you make then? So I'd keep the same keeper. Uh, De Gea's had a storm of a of a start for Man United this season. Um, okay. He's just an all round defensive goalkeeper who's just always sort of consistent. Um, yeah, he's had his ups and downs, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Uh, but I, I feel like he's he's one that's come back and had to think about all those errors he made and sort of come back stronger and ready to ready to play some good football. Yeah. Um, I've brung in, I've kept same as you, um, Christensen at left back. He did very well, especially against a deadly Liverpool front three. So he did well and pocketed sort of Salah, Mane and Firmino until Firmino went off, which is a shame. Hopefully he's all right. I've then put in uh, Van Dijk for Rudiger because he pocketed Lukaku all game, watched him like a hawk, did not let him through once, um, Made had, gave Alisson a very easy ride in behind. Um, and then I've put... And then I've put uh, Trent Alexander for Varane. I've put Trent Alexander in because he uh, really? is so, so consistent in the way he plays, uh, the balls he puts in, etc. He played a very good game against Chelsea. But Varane had a stormer of a yeah, game. But, but, I mean, I couldn't put him in in the formation I was playing, but yeah, you were but, three centre-backs. You could put Varane in there. Nah, I just, I just think he, just a, he was just a real threat to Marcus Alonso when he was carrying and putting the balls in, so... You know, that's why yeah, I but he didn't. Him. He didn't get an assist. He didn't get a goal. Varane yeah, is a centre just, back, and he got an assist. Yeah, but he's just. Con- I just love the way Trent plays. He's just always consistent. Ne- never can do no wrong. No, I think Varane should be in that. Well, team. you're a United fan, so. Yeah, and you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, but I just think he had a storm of a game, and I think anyone else would agree with me. Anyway, moving on. Uh, no, most people would agree with me. No, moving on. Um, my midfield, I've got. On the left, Hoiberg for Tottenham. He, okay. He, Tottenham are doing well this season. They've Top of the table good, going into the international yeah, exactly. break. Yeah, exactly. They've produced some good wins, um, especially against Man City at the start. He's just an all-round good footballer who had a storm of a game the other day. I've then put in Jordan Henderson. Okay. For his just constant sort of pressure on the Chelsea defence and his constant you know efforts when he's defending he's just signed a new really uh, renewed his contract today and he said that he's he feels like he wants it a lot more this year um yeah well and uh, i mean they're not gonna get anything but yeah i see i see what he's done there make the uh, fans happy um and then i put in uh, mason mount um, did you see his touch, by the way, against Liverpool the other day? Yeah, I did. That was... The way he just oh. has, was was composed enough to bring it down, turn, go. I know. And that was... literally put Liverpool under the biggest amount of pressure. Yeah. Um, that, oh, that's why I that put him in. Exquisite. I just think he's consistent and he's just always just there and he's always, you know, looking... Yeah, well, you've got a little through. thing for Mason Mount, don't you? No, I just like him as a player. He's just done well, hasn't he? So... Yeah, and then I put E.K. Gundogan. Um, All right, yeah, yeah, on the it. right. Uh, you know, last season he was City's top goal scorer. Yeah, I mean that's why you know he's just sort of an impact player, really. 
played very well this weekend, like this past weekend, and that's why I put him in the right right midfield shirt, right wing shirt. And then um, up top, I've top uh, right on the right flank. I put same as you, Jesus. Um, he played very well for City this weekend, uh, scoring goals, etc., etc. Um, yeah. And then Torres up top. Yeah. Just Man City, just always just on the it, always playing well, and and just posed a real threat this past weekend. And then I put Gray on the left side. Demari Gray. Yes. Well, you joined from. Uh Bayer Leverkusen, I want to say, but I don't know if that's correct. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, he used to play for Leicester. Went to Bayer Leverkusen, and then from Bayer Leverkusen has just joined Everton. And, well, I mean, he didn't forget his ways in the Premier League at all. No, he came back Brilliant and goal. was having storms of, of, of uh, season already. So, yeah, and also a goal to get into it, so... Yeah, Marcus, that is my yeah, terrific goal. That is my t- team of the week. Well, I think mine would beat yours, but yeah, we'd have to see. We'd have to see. We'd have to see. We'd have to put those players together on FIFA and have a go. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to do that. All right. So, who do you think your player of the week is then? Uh, my player of the week um, is probably my. Virgil van Dijk. Really? Uh, yeah, I just... And he wasn't in. even in your team of the week. Huh? He wasn't even yeah, in your team he, of the week. That's why. I mean, uh, I just think he's just... Uh, he just pocketed Lukaku. Pocketed Lukaku all game. He was in my team of the week. He wasn't. I put him in for Rudiger. Oh. Oh, a- anyway. Um, I... Put Van Dijk in because he pocketed Lukaku um, in the game against Chelsea. Just didn't Lukaku just didn't see the the ball, uh, and when he did, it was already in Allison's hands. So Van Dijk gave Allison a clean ride, as I said, and just always, always is just doing his job and he's doing his job well. So that's why he is my player of the week for this week. Fair enough. And Marcus, I mean, sounds hear, like a decent your... reason, but. I've got to say, on the other hand, Lukaku just... I don't feel like he got pocketed. I just feel like he didn't have good delivery into him. Mm-hmm. I feel like once but Chelsea Mason went Mount a man down Mason at the Mount back, was... they'd go more yeah, defensive. Yeah, the thing is, Mason Mount was looking to put the balls in, and he was putting the balls in. But okay, well, I feel like Matip did a better job than Van Dijk. No. no. Matip anyway. played better than Van Dijk. Anyway, let's hear your player of the week. My player of the week... Is you know what I'm gonna say it, David de Gea. Fair enough. David de Gea is my player of the week. He had, uh, you know, I said it before. I'll say it again. He's back in his. He's back to his best this season. He is. He, he really is. is. Touch wood. Touch wood. But I'm, you know what? As a nice fan, I'm not even scared because the replacement that is Henderson, Dean Henderson. You know, so if De Gea screws up, we've got Dean Ando to come in. So I'm, as a United fan, I'm not worried at all. Yeah. And I just want to say that today, Dan James has moved to Leeds. 
on a permanent transfer for £28 yeah. million, pounds, which means he is officially more expensive than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that's very And good. I know which one I'd rather have in my team. Um, <laughs> try and guess. And, yeah, with rumours having it that Edison Cavani will now take Dan James' number 21 shirt so that Ronaldo can have the number 7 shirt. Oh, ho, ho. CR7 is back. But, yeah, I feel like uh, Cavani... Uh, he won't be playing as much now, but he he will be staying. But, yeah, because I feel how Man United will line up. Actually, you know what? We'll leave this for another episode. Yeah. Um, next week is the international break, so we won't be on next week. But we'll be back the weekend after. Cool. So, cool. yeah. And no, anything else you want to say? Anything else I want to say? Um... I just like. To oh, say, sorry. What was your What was your club of the week? My club of the week for this week, Man City. Man City. Yep, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Uh, Man they just City. Posed a real threat, and they were just very consistent on the ball, which is very good to hear. Um, but yep. yeah, I mean, there's nothing else I need to say really, apart from the, you know, the first few weeks have been, the first few weeks have been very good and very exciting, entertaining, and very good to watch. So. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, the Foots and Bants Pod, or Foots Bants Pod actually. And yeah. Thank Until you next time. Guys. Cheers. Adios.